Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. You're listening to In the NOCO, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Friday, September 29th. I'm Erin O'Toole. We're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month with conversations featuring Hispanic and Latino changemakers, innovators, and creators. And today, we're going to talk music, specifically mariachi with Benjamin San Martin Kellogg. Ben is a Peruvian descent, and he didn't grow up listening to it or playing it, but he fell in love with the style when he was brought in to play trumpet in a mariachi ensemble at Metropolitan State University of Denver. He now plays and teaches it to students at Edgewater Elementary, where he's a music teacher. Ben Kellogg, welcome to In the NoCo. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited to talk to you about mariachi, and I want to start with just kind of a big question here. Where does this musical style come from? Well, the easy answer is it comes from Mexico. Uh, mariachi is culturally Mexican music. Um, some of the areas um, that are known for mariachi, Mexico City, Guadalajara, and Jalisco is where kind of around the 30s and 40s, um, the music started to become what we know now as mariachi. And I know there are specific instruments that are used in a, a mariachi ensemble. Is that right? What are those? Yes. Well, the instruments that we might consider traditional instruments, of course, the classical guitar, so people call the Spanish guitar, the trumpet and the violin, the same trumpet that violin that you'll find in a traditional band and orchestra. The instruments that are unique to this culture would be the vihuela and the guitarron. The vihuela is a smaller, almost toy-like um, string instrument, a little larger than a ukulele, and it's strung with five strings as opposed to six. And the idea is to give it a higher timbre. So uh, with the guitar you have in the middle and the, the vihuela adds another uh, voicing option. And then what's considered the bass is the guitarron. So it's essentially a large guitar. It is, you know, almost double the size of a traditional Spanish guitar. It is strung with six strings, but it is a bass instrument. Can you talk a bit about the cultural significance of mariachi music? And I wanted to ask you this because for a lot of us, our main experience with it is hearing it played at a festival or at a Mexican restaurant, but it is so much more than just background entertainment. For mariachi, even though mariachi is an older type of music, a lot of modern uh, Latinos and Mexicans will move towards reggaeton or, um, you know, corridos and, and, and artists like Peso Pluma. But I feel a lot of the musicians who play mariachi are able to connect to their heritage. Um, I hear a lot very often that these are the songs my grandpa used to sing. My, my grandma used to sing this to sleep, but we used to hear this on the radio. And so I think culturally it gives a connection for a lot of kids who are of Mexican heritage. Of course, I am not of Mexican heritage, but because I speak Spanish and I play music, um, I felt very comfortable moving into that culture. It is not exclusive to Latino, Spanish speaking, or Mexican students. Um, I run uh, Mariachi Jeffco and we say, hey, you do not have to speak Spanish or be of Hispanic origin to join. So I think another element is to be able to provide 
a culturally relevant ensemble outside what we consider the traditional venues, right? When I went to high school, you know, I did jazz band and I did phonic band and there's orchestra every once in a while, you'll have maybe a rock group. So what we're seeing in public education here in Colorado and along the West is it's providing an, a cultural uh, outlet. It's providing an alternative. So yeah, you know, you can play in a symphony and you can play an orchestra, but we're seeing a lot of relative music being provided in ensembles. And it's not even just limited to mariachi. I'm seeing, you know, um, drum lines and we're seeing rock groups. So across the spectrum in the music education world, we're seeing the doors opening up to not just mariachi, not just cultural, but ensembles that initially we would consider non-traditional. And now they're kind of normal. Yeah, it's funny that you mention that because it does feel like this is a pretty recent movement. I mean, when I was growing up and going to school, it was pretty much orchestra, jazz band, maybe symphonic band. That was it. Yes, and I've been involved with the um, with the mariachi education here in Colorado the last nine or ten years. And even in these last nine or ten years, I have really seen it grown. Yeah. I want to talk about your kind of personal journey here. When did you first realize that you wanted to play mariachi music? So I moved to Colorado in 2014 uh, to go to Metro State and finish my degree in music education. And within one semester, there was a local club of kids. It was a, it was a club. It wasn't quite a class yet. And it was a mariachi club. And, and they recognized that I spoke Spanish and I played trumpet. And they say, hey, would you like to you know, sit in and play with us? Well, a year later, this club has become an official class. And the next thing I know, I'm learning mariachi. I'm listening to mariachi. I'm performing with them. I'm, you know, as, as I'm learning to do it, I'm kind of like, I'm not winging it, but I'm learning the cultures, the styles, and the sound. And it was nice to be included and invited to a lot of events, both inside and outside of uh, the school. So once I graduated from Metro State, working under Mariachi Los Coracaminos, a lot of us, we branched out onto our own things. So I worked, I began working in public schools and I started my own personal ensemble. And then the next thing I know, I'm starting a ensemble for the county. That's incredible. Ben, you have been a music teacher for, I'm guessing, a few years now. What is it like to teach this style of music to your students? I, I'm just wondering, how do they respond to playing mariachi compared to playing something like jazz? I think they find it refreshing just because it's something different. And I played in jazz band and symphonic band, and that's as boring, but that's where you get a lot of your roots. That's where you learn to read music. So we're doing cultural stuff, but what I'm carrying over is I'm carrying over the education part. We are still reading music. We are still talking about how, you know, dynamics and how to express yourself. And so um, I think it's the best of both worlds. And do you think more schools should offer mariachi programs, maybe dedicated ensembles? How do students benefit from studying this style? Students who are involved in music, whether in school or after school extracurriculars, they're going to do better in testing. They're going to do have more confidence. That's one of the biggest things they have more confidence. And a lot of times what they're learning in music is actually going to help them in their other uh, studies, whether it's just, you know, concentrating and feeling accomplished or, you know, there's a lot of math in music. You know, music is history. Music is also, you know, language. There's a lot of people who will not be professional musicians their entire lives, but some of the best memories they had was playing in mariachi or playing in a culturally relevant group. Well, we are talking with you during Hispanic Heritage Month, and I'm wondering how you feel your culture and your background influenced who you are and what you do today. I feel pride in being able to speak Spanish. I feel pride in being able to share my culture. 
Um, so it makes me feel like I belong and more importantly, like I'm being recognized. And I think that's really important for not just um, Latino people, but you know, children of color, children who come from immigrant families, children who are disenfranchised. I feel a lot of it is their need to be recognized and represented. Well, let me wrap up just by asking you, what would you most want people to hear or to take away when they experience a mariachi performance? I want them to hear and see everything. I don't want just to hear the music. I don't want them to just see the trajes and the suit. I want them to experience it 100% so that they're not just listening to music, they're listening to culture. I love that. Well, Ben San Martin Kellogg, thank you so much for talking with me. This was great. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. That's it for us this week here on In the NoCo. We'll be back with you on Tuesday with more of what's happening in Northern Colorado. If you have suggestions for something you think we should be covering, let us know. Send us an email at noco at kunc.org. And that website is where you can also catch up with past episodes and sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Our producer is Jocelyn Mesa Miranda. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm Erin O'Toole. See you next time.